This is a HeadGum Podcast. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Bohemia, everybody. Bohemia. I'm your dungeon master, Brian Murphy, joined by the returning Jake Hurwitz. <gasps> Hard one, surefoot, wow. baby. Yeah, back, back only, at it. If you've only been listening to the campaign, you didn't even notice that he was gone. <laughs> That's right. You fool. You don't know anything. <laughs> you don't know shit. But a lot has changed for me. Yeah. He's freshly fathered. <laughs> we banked a bunch of episodes. Banked for baby. You didn't know we could plan, did you? <laughs> Take that. Take that. In your face. But now I have an infant and I'll never plan again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, our schedules are sand. There we go. Um, and uh, of course, we also have Emily Axford. Ready to smack a fucking bean rat, Calliope oh. Petrichol. Uh, <laughs> poor bean rat. Uh, it's going to be hard, but we do have to kill him. Yeah, Bean Rat's possessed. It's not his fault. I made him. I can unmake him. Uh, Deep down. And then, of course, we've got Caldwell Tanner. Hey, Saul Buffo here. You know, we talked about spit a lot last episode. And speaking of spit, did you know frog spit is a non-Newtonian liquid, which means it's a liquid in the mouth and a solid when it makes contact with bugs and insects. What the fuck? That's that right. is such a fucking crazy fact. It's a really good-ass frog fact. And I want to thank uh, Maker Mariah on Patreon and at Simple Biologist on TikTok for providing me with that fact. That is such a good fact. Yeah. Thank you so much. I need to visually see that because I can't even understand. It looks like yeah. goo. Imagine if your spit was goo. It honestly sounds delicious. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. We're yeah. veering, veering dangerously close tread to DS carefully. territory. <laughs> no, this is to, FS, baby. We have to tread so carefully. Um, and speaking of treading carefully, why don't we go ahead and do a little recap? Yes, please. Yes, please. So last time you did battle with Bronra and Mortis Bronze beard. Ooh. At the start of the fight, Swag attacked Callie for commandeering his ship, but she won him over by refusing to fight and explaining that she had a way to pacify the serpent. After a hard one was blown up by a self-destructing <laughs> mech, oh. oh yeah, and kept alive by Kenna's quick squiring, Swag called for a ceasefire and the mothership crew temporarily agreed. However, when the serpent appeared, Bronra went on the attack. Her first blast was absorbed by Hard One, but she was able to use yeah, that was sick. magical trickery <laughs> to make it look I like really he was the one attacking. That was a really good moment. Yeah. yeah. What about the major image when she made it look like Hard One was that attacking? Wasn't that was a pretty. Sick. You didn't that wasn't register. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember I forgot that, part. that one. I do where remember standing, Hard One saving his sick. action to jump in the way. Yeah. yeah. From that like was the cool. top five great moms of the last step, that <laughs> yeah. doesn't make it. That doesn't. That doesn't crack. <laughs> it. Doesn't crack the moms. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
I think from this side of the screen it was. <laughs> after the beast swallowed hard one, uh, Foster flew off after him. Meanwhile, Saul and Swag held off Mortis while Callie pacified the serpent. Once she realized Swag was no longer on her side, Bronra stole the force cage capsule and attempted to use it. Just as it looked like hard one and the serpent were about to be captured, Callie was able to use a well-timed dispel magic to destroy the device. Another great moan. Solid moan. And that's exactly what it sounded like. <laughs> Just the teeniest little fart laser coming out of Callie's hand, stopping this ultra powerful, the most epic move uh, capsule. Uh, from there, Foster and Hard One escaped the belly of the beast and the dust settled. But as Callie approached the subdued serpent, it was suddenly mounted by Bean Rat, possessed by Gromdahl Bronzebeard. Gromdahl hissed at Callie about stealing another one of his quote unquote pets and expressed bitterness towards his niece and nephew for not breaking him out of the dungeon sooner. Mm. He commanded Bean Rat to bite the serpent, sending it into an angry spiral up towards the Iron Deep dungeons. And that's where we are now. So, uh, we are still in combat. You guys have grabbed onto the scales of the serpent oh. as it uh, launches oh, up at the rats above. Uh, essentially, the the rats have created like a trail of breadcrumbs leading to Gromdahl up in the dungeons underneath the city. Callie, you have established a bond with it, and it is focusing on killing these rats and not showing aggression towards you guys. You guys are kind of just along for the ride. Okay. Um, but that doesn't That's mean- right, kill the rats. <laughs> I fucking agree with you in this situation. Actually, I am going to unleash your ire that I've tried to fucking contain. We trusted you, Bean Rat. Yeah, Bean Rat, doused in beans, uh, begins skittering <laughs> towards you, Callie, uh, getting ready to bite your fingers. I smite it. <laughs> we thought you had honor. <laughs> Clearly I'm so possessed. I'm going to smite the beans off of you. <laughs> you, see, you don't uh, deserve to wear them. Kenna is hanging on um, and is like way far down. She rolled uh, pretty bad on her initiative. Uh, is like way far down the serpent from you guys. You just hear her going, I can't exactly see what's going on up there, but I just from my magic 101 class, I think that it's not the rat's fault entirely. This I think, rat fucked us, Kenna! I don't know. I don't know if that's necessarily true. You're too young to understand a grudge. We invited this rat to our home. It shared our beans. Okay. We I'm gave gonna, you canned goods. All right. I'm gonna I gave try. it a bean baptism, and this is how it repays me. I'm going to try to take notes, but I need to hang on to the scales. I will continue to remember this. So, uh, you guys have bold and rocks flying everywhere. And again, mm. we are still in combat, so everybody go ahead and roll a new initiative. Ooh. Okay. Shout out to the two crew. Oh shout out to the three crew, but it becomes a 10. Uh, shout out to uh, 23 rats, which I shall all punch. Nice. <laughs> Damn. Uh, mine becomes a six. 10. So here's how this is going to work. Okay. Gromdahl's essentially doing the bad version of what Callie is doing. So oh, you, need, you need to beat Gromdahl's animal intimidation two turns in a row before you fall off or it else is going to go um, ride off to the city and try to free him. The first time you mm. beat it, you essentially break his uh, influence over it. You break the spell. The second time you beat it, you're able to pacify the serpent again. Callie, you can use your persuasion like you've been using and okay. Foster can't give the help action because he's focusing on keeping everyone alive. Uh -huh. um, but other people People can give help actions on their turns. They can do whatever they want. At the start of everyone's turns, you'll make a strength or deck save to avoid falling rocks. You can also do acrobatics or athletics if you'd prefer. And I will set the DC at the top of each round. It's going to be a DC 13 plus 1d4. So let's start at the top of the first round. 
as all of the combatants grab onto these um, serpent scales and follow this thing up as a bunch of rats begin leaping onto the serpent and the serpent begins flying up towards the city and uh, swallowing all these rats, just breadcrumbs going towards Gromdahl. Ooh, bad roll. Uh, That's a DC 17 save uh, at the start. Uh, Saul, at the top of the round, you are the first one. You were the quickest to act and grab onto a scale. You see a bunch of rocks and uh, boulders falling uh, above you as you ride to this thing. Go ahead and give me uh, a deck save. Our worst nemesis. (laughs) Yeah, you guys have a bad track record. You dare show your head here? (laughs) Beings and boulders, it's over. (laughs) All right, we got rocks. Um, I'm going to do an acrobatics check. Is that okay? Yep. That is going to be a 27. You pass. I'm going to say uh, you should probably do a deck save because of your abilities. You won't be able to take half damage. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, 26. There you go. Okay. So um, that is uh, would be 23 damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would take half if you were not a monk, but you are a monk. So you, uh, you're able to use your acrobatics and essentially swing from scale to scale. So you jump from one side to the other and avoid a giant falling boulder. Uh, and then you are free to take your turn. You do see that... Mortis and Bronra have jumped onto the serpent with you guys, but you don't know what they're up to. Okay. They're not Not hiding yet. They have not had a turn. (laughs) We just want to ride back home. Yeah. (laughs) Bronze beards, beans, and boulders. Yeah, we're not fucking carpooling with you, okay? Uh, yeah, I'm just on brawn watch at this point. Great. Okay, so you want to prepare a reaction? Yeah, I'm going to hold a reaction to just kick anything. their ass off of this serpent. Great. Uh, do you want to? I'm going to say you got to pick one, Mortis or Bronra. Ooh, who do we choose? You know what? I feel like Bronra has been more of a threat, so I'm going to switch aim to her. Okay, great. Uh, Saul, so you are keeping an eye on Bronra. Let's hold for Emily pouring tea. You can't even hear it. <laughs> <Just> kidding. <laughs> it's, she, kept, she kept it real far away. She was quite respectful. I'm going to take a solidarity slurp. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> after God, if only it was non-Newtonian. After Saul's turn, that is Mortis's turn. No! Oh, you chose the wrong one. No, take, you still chose Take your one. eyes off one of us, uh, and the other shall play. Is this because I said you didn't have any good moms? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you see, um, Mortis is going to um, pull out uh, his bolt pistol. Um, he has already cast like a uh, effectively like a mage hand type thing. So he's going to use a bonus action to use an ability called distracting hand as a bonus action while the master arcane trickster has the mage hand active it can designate a creature within five feet of the spectral hand the arcane trickster has advantage on its attack rolls against the creature until the end of the turn so that he can get sneak attack he's going to Uh, do this on uh, swag shit i knew you were a sucker but i didn't know you were a traitor (laughs) it's been a very confusing half hour oh see swag this is them showing their true colors and does manage to hit Swag. Uh, you see oh. a blast from Mortis's pistol that rips into Swag's back as he clings uh, to the side of the serpent here. Mm. After Mortis's turn, Mortis already used a bonus action, cannot hide, is just hanging on. Um, and I'm going to say, if you don't use range stuff, if you're going to try to move across, mm-hmm. you have to redo the deck save gotcha, okay. uh, to be able to essentially uh, move around. After Mortis's turn, that is Swag's turn. Swag at the, oh wait, actually, uh, Mortis at the start of his turn has to do a deck save and Mortis fails. 
So Mortis gets <laughs> fucking clocked for 19 damage by that exact rock that Saul moved out of the way from. Ah, you were blocking my vision. That's right. We're suckers. We're duck team suckers. <laughs> I have no context for that. Swag does his save and passes with flying colors. Does the same thing you did, uh, Saul. Um, moves out of the way like a mirror image. Oh, you think I'm a sucker, huh? And is going to do a deck save to be able to successfully move yes. down to Mortis. Uh, and it's just going to start fucking wailing on him. Oh, no, wait. <laughs> You're going to be so Suck fucking that. exhausted. Uh, yeah, you see Swag inflates uh, one fist. Mortis is going to throw up a shield. So you do see that Swag misses on the first attack, still hits on the second attack, but misses on the third attack. So you see gets a punch off on Mortis, bashes into Mortis's head. Uh, his head hits off the side of the serpent as you guys are all flying up. But Swag does 17 damage to him. That's cool. Yeah. Sweet 17. And then he has to do a con saving throw. Fuck yeah. Get his liver. That he fails. <laughs> so he now has disadvantage on checks. Like, oh, that's like but that's helpful for when he hides. That's very helpful for when he hides. <laughs> so probably not going to be able to hide. <gasps> I'm so tired. <laughs> Saul gives a big thumbs up, but can't decide whether to call Swag dad or bro. So he says, great job, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> It's swag, actually. <laughs> right. <laughs> My mistake. <laughs> I like that. Brad. I really like that. That's a really interesting name. I just really Brad. visually saw your a split screen one, like, bro, question mark, dad, question mark, just slamming into each other to make I, Brad. I guess if Mothership's trying to kill me again, I probably will have to take on a new identity. <laughs> Brad Daniels. That's Brad Daniels. Surprisingly normal. Super normal. Really slide under the radar yeah. with that one, yeah. Inconspicuous. Common name, too. I know, like, three from the Feywilds. <laughs> you know three Brad Daniels? <laughs> three, yeah. That's such a boring Bradford, Latin name. Bradley, and Bradstein. Bradstein, that's fun. Yeah. Wow. I like the name a lot. Hell, I might go by Brad. <laughs> well, now you're making that's it less fun. That's a really fun. good idea, Hardwon. Where'd you come up with that? Brad, yeah, Brad Shorefield. <laughs> I had another friend who stole names from me. Um, <laughs> I loved it. Uh, after swag, that is initiative 20. You see four packs of rats skitter down at Callie and begin biting at her fingers. Oh. Get away from it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I'm a friend to the beast. I'm a friend to the beast. Lecherous traitors, the lot of you. <laughs> Nat 20 to hit on the first one, which would only be a 22 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Okay. Uh, that is 14 damage, Callie. <sighs> These rats are fucking me off. What the fuck? Oh my god, another nat 20? No! Oh my god. Stop it! 14 damage, Callie. They're just biting you directly on the neck. I need you to take care of these rats because I have to use my action to work with wait, this wait, serpent. Wait, wait, wait. I held a reaction. Can I stop the rats? We said you were kind of waiting for Bronra, so I That's think we true. do have to. I do think we have to honor the rats' great intensely I'll take my rat place. crits. I'll take my rat crits. <laughs> Along with my dip spit. Sorry, I'm sorry, I said it. No! I said it. Tread so, tread so carefully. Uh, yeah, you see um, Bean Rat gets in with a crit no. and really bites into your neck. I fucking made you. <laughs> just you, foaming at the mouth, so possessed. Before you met me, you were just a rat. I added the beans to your fur. <laughs> You're speaking in Gromdahl Bronzebeard's voice. I am not a rat. You are a rat. I am not a rat. Do you not live in the fucking ground, in the prison? I am imprisoned here. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. like a fucking rat. 
Rats are not imprisoned in the ground. They're in the ground by choice. And do you like beans? Be honest. How many course, beans do you have on you right I now? Of beans. He admitted it. Um, after... What uh, is your favorite food? <laughs> I mean... Probably beans, but... <laughs> okay. <laughs> After the rat swarms enter, that is Bronra's turn, and um, she points a, a bolt pistol up at hard one. Uh, uh, Saul, uh, you may act. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to... I'm gonna jump right in front of that bolt pistol. Yeah. Great. Can uh, I deflect missiles even though it's a bolt pistol? Yeah, I would allow that. Okay. Sick. Yeah, it's like a projectile. Uh, I'm like moving the wind around it to change its course. Go ahead and do a deck save to make sure that you can move in the first place. Okay. Uh, she passes her save. That's going to be a 23. That does it. Or 22. Okay. So you jump in the way. Um, She's going to do the same trick, has a mage hand as a bonus action. So you see a spectral hand uh, grabs at you, kind of keeping you in place um, and goes to shoot at you. Actually, no. You know what? Let's go ahead and do deception versus her insight to see if she is able to clock that you're the one that's going to take it. Mm. Um, So she got on her insight a 14. So go ahead and give me deception. Deception. 18. 18. Okay. <laughs> so she does not clock you springing forward, getting ready to jump out. Yeah. I go full shadow clone. I forgot there were two of you. <laughs> she goes to blast into you. She only gets the one shot. Uh, 19 to hit. Misses. Okay. Uh, misses. Uh, yeah. You see the bolt. Um, right. She gets a little startled. Ah! Uh, seeing uh, Saul jump out in front of her and she blasts in the wrong direction and completely misses hard one. Hey. I just slap the bolt away with my tongue. <laughs> Save the bolt. Thanks a lot, Saul. I can't believe she was trying to shoot me, Brad. <laughs> well, now I, I can't be Brad, right? We can both be Brad. I can't be Brad. We well, barely ever hang out. This is like the first time. Yeah, I, I, I have to warn you, I'm also thinking of becoming Brad. Okay. Uh-huh. Ooh. Brad Petrichel. Okay. BP. That's pretty cool. One of the BP? Fun, yeah, one of the fun things about being Swag Daniels was I was the only one I thought. Brad Buffo. BB. Uh, okay. Interesting. All right. BB, BP, and BS. Not sure how much I love this. The Band of Brads. Uh, Callie. Callie, start of your turn. Go ahead and give me uh, athletics or acrobatics. Do acrobatics. The Rat Pack versus the Brad Pack. Ooh, I got a 29. Okay, 29 passes. However, you're not a monk, so you still take half. You take 10 damage, Callie. Okay, I'm going to use this. I'm going to use this. Okay. I'm getting bloodied up, and I think I I try to get the serpent's attention, and I think I want it to see me, who it's like been talking to, like weakened. Okay. Mm. Uh, and I think I'm just going to say, please, please, I really I can't do this for much longer. The window is closing. This can't go on for that much longer. And I just let it see me being really weak. Go ahead and give me your persuasion check. And okay. we are going to be competing against Gromdahl. And you see Bean Rat's eyes glow red. Do not listen to her, my pet. You must come home. 18 on the dice, plus my 14 from my Emissary of Peace. (gasps) He got a 27. What did you get? I got a 32. Wow. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
Okay, <laughs> Callie, you see um, as you plead to the serpent, uh, blood drops off of your wounds as all these rats descend on you. Um, and as Bean Rat, uh, aka Gromdahl, and is I wanted to see, I wanted to see him to see that I'm not fighting the rats; they're yeah. fighting me. Mm. You see, um, yeah, Starfire joining the blood. Um, coming out of your wounds begin leaking in between the scales on the serpent and you see that it glitters with starfire and begins slowing down stopping its ascent towards the city it's still in danger of being charmed by Gromdahl again, but it starts like lashing out at nearby rats. For now, it is no longer headed towards Iron Deep. It's just mad now. And if anything, you get the sense it's kind of trying to defend you in a like misplaced way. And you see Foster just like as it as the worm is like crashing the rats into the wall. Okay, okay, okay. Um, they're like flies. You just need to swat them. It doesn't need to be so big. Actually, I'm gonna. Um, I will also bonus action give a bardic inspiration to hard one. Great. Ooh, thank okay. you. So I look at him and I uh, wink at him uh, with a. Wait, sorry. Give a bon- a bardic to who? Hard one. To Brad. <laughs> a bardic inspiration. Yeah, a bardic inspiration. <laughs> I give you. a bardic inspiration. I don't know that I want to be. <laughs> Brad with everyone. It's too late. Okay. Yeah, just it's a just part too of late. This. I'm I just sorry. Feel it's like just too late. Everyone always steals my name. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> There's like, really no other way. Do people steal your names too? Every time I come up with a cool nickname, my friends just want to take it from what me. What the heck is that? Yeah, I don't know. Because <laughs> we're just gregarious people. We know that the, they people know that they will give them the names if we come up with the names. Exactly. I don't see a world where the four of us aren't Brad. I'm sorry. <laughs> Petition to also be Brad. <laughs> Granted. Oh, I love that for you. Granted. Brad, Brad the Squire. What's your last name, Kenna? My last name is Ironborn. Brad Ironborn. And you clock that Forge Father Krugen is, his last name is Krugen. Ah. So this isn't. Oh, it is. Mm. She's choosing not to have his name. <gasps> oh, my. Oh. So in this very stupid yes, bit, is. you learned very, something yes, very yes, uh, special. Yes, it is. It's really too bad because BK would have been really good initials. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say, yeah, this uh, serpent is trying to smash the rats that are around Callie. So they're going to have to do saves. They weren't doing saves because they're like small enough that they're kind of inconsequential. Mm-hmm. One pack of them saves. You see like gets in between the scales that are getting crushed. One other one gets like halved and two other ones get crushed uh, and are just gone. Okay, okay, we've taken out our revenge. Now we need to make our escape, okay? Because do you see what this world does to people like us? Uh, Serpent continues to freak out. As you see at initiative 10, three more packs of rats jump down uh, and begin going after Callie. Okay, were all these rats like sleeping in the cell with you? What are you doing with all these rats? (laughs) Bean Rat looks up. You spoke to the rats. We established that there's a network of rats in the underground, did we not? Yeah, no, I know, but like, do they all like come to you? Are you like sleeping on a bed of rats or are they just all over? Sometimes they come to me and they- Are you the rat king? Yes. Do you have a tail? <laughs> when I wild sheep, sometimes I have a tail. Does that tail get tangled up with other tails? Occasionally, if I have many rats inside of my room, sometimes, if I'm talking to many rats at once, our tails will get caught. Sometimes do I just, for ease of conversation, so I don't have to cast speak with animals, turn into a rat to speak with them easier? Uh-huh. Yes. Does that make it more likely that our tails get tangled? Uh-huh. Also, yes. <laughs> Are you currently tangled up with a couple of rats? A-, a couple? No. One? Yes. <laughs> wow. 
Has this happened with this rat before? Is this a problematic rat? Yes. Get off of me, Raymond. <laughs> So there, uh, there are three more rat packs, or um, uh, not rat packs, not singing crooners. <laughs> Maybe. Hey, fly me to the moon. The moon. Uh, three. Let me feast hey, upon the bean. What? Serpent, you need to fly these rats to the moon. Okay. okay. Uh, these three do not manage to do damage to you. Okay. Uh, get up, um, bite into you, um, but are literally biting into your armor, which is way too hard to get through. Uh, the That's other, right. the, the rats are literally a number game, the rats before crit on you twice. Yeah. That's the only way they're doing major damage. Yeah. <laughs> just sounds like someone at Vegas playing a weird game involving rats on a craps table. Yeah. It's a numbers <laughs> game, man. <laughs> after, I mean, that's what the rat packs are doing. Uh, after uh, the rats, that is hard one's turn. Uh, okay. So I need to do a um, deck save or an uh, you can do athletics. athletic checks. Okay, I'll do athletics. Great. Uh, I rolled the nat one. Yikes. Um, uh, you hear uh, Kenna goes... Odd your 12 rocks. Rocks odd your 12, Mr. Shorefoot. Okay, so I, my my uh, my watch is actually a, a digital, oh, so I'm- above you, 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 above you. He knows how to read, but can you read clocks? <laughs> I've fully turned around and took it to the back of the head. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, go ahead and re-roll that. Um, she's gonna use um, reinforce. Oh, amazing. She's use a reaction. Sick. Damn, smooth move, Brad. <laughs> there we go. That's a 27. I think I want to be Kenna again. <laughs> that uh, passes. Uh, you only take half damage. You would take 15. You take seven instead. That's huge. Uh, now you have a turn. Okay. I think I'm going to go after Bronra because uh, she tried to shoot me in the head. <laughs> what? It wasn't personal. <laughs> It was just because, like, our families have history, and I blame you for my cousin's death, and also because I don't like you personally. Uh, well, yeah, that, that's, that's actually personal. You yeah. should blame me for yeah. your cousin's True. Yeah. I think I want to just knock her off the serpent. Okay, so here's the Ooh. deal with that. That requires you to redo the roll, and if you fail, that stops your movement, so you can't okay. uh, move. Uh, but go ahead and... Uh, Give it another try. Uh, it's DC 17 to make a movement. All right. 24. Okay. okay. Uh, you get up to her, and you're going to try to do a shove attack, essentially have her uh, go five feet off the serpent. Yeah. Um, but a drop kick more than a shove. Great. Yes. Okay. So you drop down. I'll say you like let go and you grab on like a rock climber onto a scale right next to her. She turns next to you, shocked. Uh, go ahead and make a shove attack. Go get her, Brad. Come on, Brad. Mm. You have a Braddock if you need it. Oh, I do have a Braddock. <laughs> Good God. Uh, she got, uh, I'll tell you, you're trying to beat a 16. Okay. I have a 14, so okay. I'll use my Braddock. It's a D8. <laughs> Nobody puts Braddy in the corner. <laughs> That's a dirty 20. Oh, okay. Woo! Hard one. Describe what it looks like as she is not killed, but Bronra is thrown from the serpent. <laughs> I think I just hang on to I hang on to the scales. I kip my legs back, kick her off the serpent, and then I make eyes at Bean Rat. And I go, <laughs> I point at my eyes, and I point at Bean Rat's eyes. You see, the clearly possessed rat does not respond to you. Mortis, uh, the sibling, does point a gun at you, though. <laughs> what the hell did I do to you? <laughs> yeah. Um, you threw my sister off the fucking serpent, dude. Yes, but what did I do to you, I said. That's a great question, actually. Um, you do see, yeah, Bronra disappears into the dirt. This isn't over, Shorefoot! 
Is she going to take falling damage? Uh, she will take falling damage, but That's you don't cool. see that it is. Um, there is oh, too much right. going on right now to, to clock w- w- where she ended up. Okay. Um, so Bronra disappears right. after Hardwin's turn. That is Kenna's turn. Kenna kicks it off by absolutely failing her check. Okay. Oh, no. And uh, she takes 18 damage. Mm. And she's actually, she's taken some damage from rocks before. She's hardy for a squire, but she is still a squire, so she is looking pretty hurt. Right, because her squire attire probably can't be it that is bulletproof. pretty close mm-hmm. to time for this squire to retire. Mm-hmm. I am injured. <laughs> oh, and yet I have one potion left. Miss Petricor, I'm on my way. <laughs> um, you see, she's going to attempt to make an athletics check. Kenna. And she does. She succeeds. She's able to use her movement. Ah. Um, she crawls up to you. And um, you see, she, like a um, mountain climber, like secures a carabiner <laughs> on the side of the serpent. <laughs> We're all about safety at Squire School. Uh, and then pulls out a potion as she ha- has like her hands freed uh, and pours it into your mouth. As um, I'm gargling the potion, I say, Kenna, you really should come with us down to the fire giants. <laughs> I plan on it. I need to get General Bronzebeard back. Good. Until that, I'm a squire for hire. <laughs> Consider yourself hired. Uh, yeah. uh, she gives you 20 HP. Ooh. Right. Um, after Kenna's turn, that is top of the round. New DC for the rocks. The rocks are now DC 16, so not as bad. Okay. Okay. Things, have, things have calmed down a little bit. The serpent is no longer going directly up. It's just slamming in every which direction, kind of like uh, it was originally, except not trying to eat you, which is nice. Okay. Mortis sees that the deck is completely stacked against him, has way less conviction with this than um, Bronra does, so is going to, you see, pulls out like a data pad Mm -hmm. on his bracer, types something, and either casts Invisible or some kind of Misty Step or something, and disappears from the battlefield. Hmm. Um, That is Swag's turn. Swag uh, is going to roll to see if he saves, does manage to save from the falling rocks, uh, is just going to go over and just start pounding on the rats that go next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stun them. He does not even need to stun them. Oh, he right. crits. Yeah. So see, uh, makes mincemeat of a bunch of these rats um, with his big inflated fists, destroys them. Damn, dude, you just kicked the shit out of those rats. <laughs> Let it out. It doesn't feel that great. <laughs> Frogs versus <No>. rats. <laughs> After they all made their choice, <laughs> they willfully with clear minds. I don't know that they. <laughs> when you were at Mothership, did they do classes and stuff on magic? <laughs> yeah, I went to barely any of them. <laughs> I was busy washing towels for all the Liquidage games. <laughs> I don't know what any of those things are. <laughs> After um, uh, the rats turns that got destroyed, Callie, that is your turn you okay. have oh wait sorry uh, yes, so could i go skipped you. Yeah. we skipped you all right so mortis is out of the picture uh bronner has been kicked off uh i'm still a little worried he might be hiding somewhere but i'm gonna focus on callie i'm gonna go over to her and give her the help action Thank right you. Okay. on so uh yeah saul um uh crawls over next to you uh rock climbing on the side of these giant scales um glittering with star fire but also there's something like orange and glowing and fiery and angry here. Mm -hmm. That is the manifestation of Gromdahl's sort of anger and intimidation. Yeah. He is going to roll, and I'll tell you the base. The base is a dirty 20. You have to beat a dirty 20. Okay. Oof. Um, I just freely, delicately 
pet its scales. I sort of like pet around the places that have been hit or hurt. And I just say, it's time to go home. That is a 31. A 31. Callie, as you and Saul connect with this creature, and I'll say Saul even uses some of his uh, spores and whatnot as, yeah. as, in his connection yeah. to nature and the network. And the, the beastlands, beastlands too. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, you guys are able to pacify this creature. You see that the serpent is now surrounded by starfire, which begins repelling the nearby rats, banishing the charm condition from them. So they go from having these like red glowing eyes to suddenly looking normal, being terrified of this giant monster and skittering away with the exception of Bean Rat, who stays possessed for a little bit longer and looks at you, Callie, and goes, count your blessings for now. I will not rot in these dungeons. Oh, I'm coming for you. I'm going to get my friend, and as soon as I get him, I'm going to pay you back for everything you've done to all these beasts. See to it that you do. You see eyes flash from red to just regular rat eyes, and then Bean Rat just begins rolling around in beans. <laughs> Can I just try to shove? I want all these rats to get teleported to the beastlands with this. Yeah, yeah, you just put the rats on it's top a of a life for all of you. Oh, damn. Bean Rat, we can't stay mad at you. <laughs> bean Rat, bring it in. I'm sorry, Bean Rat. I'm sorry, Bean Rat. Come here. You can betray me anytime. <laughs> you know what? You're Brad Rat now. Brad bean rat. Brad. Bean Brad <laughs> begins uh, cuddling with you guys. Okay, I can't, if there's going to be this many brats, it's just not fun anymore, right? Speak for yourself, Brad. Although, wait, if I'm a Brad in a sea of Brads, it would be so much easier to hide. Yeah. Exactly. Not a bad idea. Not a Brad idea. <laughs> now you're getting it. <laughs> ah, there it is. So, uh, yeah, you see these rats, their eyes um, return to normal, and most of them skitter away, and some of them stay on the serpent to be banished. <laughs> and you see that the serpent begins carving out a cave for you, and then places you guys down and begins examining you closely. And you see uh, Foster's there, red eyes connected with it. And as Starfire collects around it, you see that the beast begins to shrink. The scales compress and its body moves inward, smaller and smaller until it ceases to fill the space of the tunnel and flops down to earth next to you, causing a small tremor, like knocking you back. You see Kenna's like, uh, falls over, <laughs> clanks with like heavy armor on. You see the beast continues to shrink until it is roughly the size of a horse, kind of much like the, the silver serpent size. Uh, this one still has bronze scales and a maw like a giant great worm with rows of teeth, but it is now the sort of, you know, manageable size of like a familiar and begins to wrap around um, your legs. All right, you did it. Can I try to understand? Like, does this mean that it's back in the Beastlands? Hi, little guy. Are you sort of like a holographic representation of that which has already been transported to the Beastlands? You see the... Little bronze serpent looks up at you, still has this terrifying maw, even though it's much smaller, and just begins going. Fisher, 
shrimp out of my pocket and throw it in. <laughs> just absolutely eats it, but eats oh, like a bunch of dirt with first. it. Okay. Just bites so hard through the shell. Is that from the Crick? It's from TGI Sky Day. <laughs> Even <laughs> older, okay. <laughs> in my pocket. We're pretty far from Esri. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just, sometimes you lose things in your yeah, pocket. Hey, hey. Adventurous pockets are deep. Kelly, have you been hoarding shrimp? You have to tell me if you've been hoarding shrimp. <laughs> Can I fish in my pocket to see if yeah, I have another Yeah, if you've been shrimp? hoarding shrimp, go ahead and roll a d4 to see how many shrimps you have. <laughs> I've got one left. One left. Oh um, well, no! It's uh, it's sorry. It's a D four times. Wait, five. no, that's four times four, four. four times five is so twenty. <laughs> you have twenty shrimps. <laughs> I've enough for like a night, a pretty nice goblet of shrimp cocktail. Okay, well, all right. I have nineteen. Let's let's wet our whistles just just to get <laughs> the mood. Interesting. 19. Okay. <laughs> I need to be taking notes of how knights prepare their feasts while they're traveling. I didn't realize that shrimp kept so well. Esri shrimp are famously well preserved. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're like they're, they basically feed on farms of like preservatives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah you do. it was from TGI Sky Day, so you're probably concerned at how pink the shrimp is. <laughs> this looks this too looks good. Hand yeah. painted. This looks fine. Before it's Albert not okay. got promoted to toilet paper division, he was a shrimp preserver. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, but Callie, as you ask about, you know, is this just a reflection of yeah. something that is safe in the Beastlands? You suddenly see almost like fungi, like roots begin appearing in nearby dirt and uh, connect to form a face mm. that looks like Oberon. Oberon. Yes. Have, have you received the serpent I sent you? We sent you. Mm, I have not. But I've been watching. You have quelled the serpent's rage and earned its trust. Oh. Yeah. But it will remain here by your side for now. Oh, this this angry worm is ours? Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> Starts biting rocks. I throw a shrimp at hard one <laughs> to see if it gets it. I dive for it. Yeah, just Consume it with a ton of dirt from the cave floor. <laughs> yeah. Hard one has to eat dirt to be able to uh, get the shrimp before the serpent. Uh, and you see the serpent begins aggressively uh, sort of taking almost like a um, cobra stance, like a rattlesnake stance with hard one. Nom, 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 nom. I get really rigid too. Careful, she said there was twenty, barely enough for all of us, but just enough. I actually said nineteen. Oh no! <laughs> uh, yeah, you see, uh, Obron uh, looks at you, Callie, and goes, "The serpent cannot ascend until Gromdal Bronzebeard has been dealt with. He has a magical claim to it, having marked it as his familiar. It will only be safe when he is killed." Or broken his bond. Is that because he hatched it? That and by magical means he is anchoring it here. Hmm. Okay. Well, is it safe in this form? Could we bring it with us to the giants? I think you have no choice but to bring it with you. The serpent is tough. It can quite literally chew through rocks. Its scales are as strong as rocks, but it is not invincible in its current state. Okay. So it could potentially be in danger. Okay. Um, I looked at everyone. We can keep this little serpent alive, right? Yeah. 
I mean, I think it'll help keep us alive. I think we've been really spoiled by um, how indestructible Foster is. Are the two of you willing to take on some more um, vulnerable dependency? I'm, I'm willing to protect this serpent. I will... I'll need just a little bit of fortification, I think, um, <laughs> in the form of a crustacean or shellfish, just some kind of. Protein. I throw I throw a shrimp just a little bit closer to the surface. <laughs> Go for it. But still in between them, but like okay. an inch closer to hard, the surface. Hard one. Uh, contested athletics check. You have disadvantage because it's a little closer. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Well, with this advantage, I'm definitely gonna have to use this nat one that I just rolled. Okay. <laughs> the serpent also rolled a nat one, so you see this oh. rock serpent and a hard one bash heads. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> okay, I will protect it starting now. <laughs> and you see, uh, yeah, Kenna salutes. I am but a humble servant to the serpent. And you saw? I look to swag or Brad. And I say, swag, it's swag, it's swag. Okay. Yeah. Everyone deserves a home. Everyone deserves a place where they feel safe and they're surrounded by those they know and love. Mm-hmm. Let's get this serpent home. Okay. We're going to take a little detour, but we will get this serpent home. I shall watch your progress. Okay. Well, with so, great yeah, but only the progress. You really don't have to. You're the ones who like make that. it weird. <laughs> Do you want a shrimp before You're you go? The, yes, of course. <laughs> Just put it in the root. Careful. I only have like 14 left at this point. You see that Oberon eats it in a really weird way where the roots come out and he like eats around like the outside, like eats the skin. What? Like, <laughs> what? I don't want to eat the bone. Why are you you're wasting There's it? No There's bone. no bone in a shrimp. What? You are what? like... The master of beasts, and you don't know that. I don't go in the water very often. Oh my god! Okay, just land animals. You have to tell me if there's bones or not. There's no, there's no bones. That's why I made. That's why I made Foster. (laughs) Checks out. I don't understand bones. Oh, you don't understand that. (laughs) I don't understand them. That's fair, actually. That's really fair. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. trees don't have bones. Honestly, I have them. I'm full of them. I'm fucking chock full of bones, and I don't really understand. It's buttoned them. up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You see, um, Oberon disappears into the dirt, um, and yeah, you guys are left with. Uh, you got Kenna here. You got Swag here. The Bronzebeard siblings have disappeared. They are just somewhere in the caves now. There's kind of the chaos of the serpent. Um, now you guys are just in this big sort of burrowing ground. But you have not. You guys only went two rounds up, mm. and you you guys are kind of headed in the right direction towards the fire giant city. You guys have not lost that much ground. Oh. Um, you sort of made even more of an enemy of Gromdal Bronzebeard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But all things considered, mm-hmm. you yeah, you have your serpent. Well. I feel like Bronwyn Mortis wouldn't be stupid enough to follow us down into the fire giant kingdom. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, They're, oh, God, they're so petty. I'm so screwed. Okay, let's try to find them. I lost my job. I lost my life. Listen. I got to go on the run again. We're all unemployed and on the run. What do you need a job for? We have 14 shrimp left. (laughs) (laughs) Shrimp rich. No, I know. Um, Actually, 12. I ate two while we were talking. Oh. Let me write that down. I respect that, actually. Can I do can I do a perception check to try to find Bronra and Mortis? Yeah, oh, sure. That's a good idea. 14. 
You you don't see any. I'll give sign a bardic. I mean a bratic to Saul. Okay. Okay. He looks. Uh, yeah, I swivel my eyes independently and look around. Great. Seventeen. You you don't see any any okay. sign of them. Okay. Um. So they're probably gonna try and. I mean, we can just keep doing perception here's, checks. As here's we what go here's what I can see. say as someone who knows Bronra uh-huh. and Mortis. I'm absolutely fucked in my life because I work with Mothership and I have a life here and they're just going to come after me again. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Bronra and Mortis don't like to fight unless they have the upper hand. Those two are not sneaking up on us without their think fancy mech suits. If anything, they're probably concerned at the ha- how they're going to get home. They've got their work cut okay. out for them. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're going to gather their forces. Yes. They will come for us. They're going to retreat, and then they're going to kill you with like a tank or um, a giant plasma cannon or something fun. But okay. if we oh. were able to return with Jaina... Yeah, you see um, Kenna uh, salutes and goes, if we have General Broadsbeard, she will definitely have a plan in place. Okay. Yeah. And the people, we can make it a public thing, so like the people support her, right? The people, of course, everybody yeah. loves General Broadsbeard. All okay. right. Everyone. Swag goes, well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Brad, All right, Brad. All right, Brad. <laughs> Brad. Well, it, no, it's just hard with, uh, yeah, look, I've got to undo a lot of Mothership stuff right now. Oh, yeah. Bef- you know, I was being told that, you know, she's stopping the innovation of Mothership and everything, and now I'm seeing, you know, yeah, I, I'm, Swag. I'm seeing what's going on here. Swag, yeah. can I ask you a question? Uh-huh. Um, so do we do we get the sense that we can chat for a second yeah, without being in active right. danger? Yeah, you see the the serpent just goes over and starts grazing with rocks. <laughs> <laughs> I think I want to like encourage Kenna to like sort of like try getting mounted on the serpent. All uh, right. Uh, you see, uh, Kenna goes over. She's going to do an animal handling check. You got uh, this. You see, <laughs> just goes, gets on one side, flops over, uh, hits the ground. But, you know, she's got a great attitude. Just goes, it's not about how many times you fall off the serpent. It's about how many times you get back on. That's right. Uh, exactly right, Brad. Let's she keeps, do it again. <laughs> she keeps jumping back on and falling off, jumping back on and falling off. Um, but I want to ask Swag. Swag, do you know what the mothership's plans or designs are up north? Uh, Swag will do a history check. Uh, and gets a natural 17. You see, he thinks about it and he goes, I know back when Esri was kind of the main HQ that they were talking about spreading to these different cities. There are Magitech companies up there, but Mothership doesn't really have a big base there. In fact, What sort of magic are they specializing in up north? I mean, is it just ice or... Is there another type of magic that they're specializing in? They actually aren't as reliant on Magitech as we are down here. They okay. use it for more of the practical purposes, like, you know, literally keeping the city warm. Right. Um, but not snowplows. Snowplows and whatnot. Mm. <laughs> here, you know, in Esri, they had the Mothership Air Yacht. Here we have a, a giant submersible vehicle that's about as big as the Air Yacht that was in Esri. And what sort of, like vehicle do they have up north they they don't have one nothing not not from esri okay i think they had plans to expand and they probably still do have plans to expand but they haven't been active yet all right well let's deliver them another setback how does that yeah that sounds really good yeah (laughs) 
Hey there, Nadpoles. Did you know that about 75% of people have subscriptions that they've forgot about? Truly, even if you think you have your number of subscriptions under control, you might as well check out Rocket Money just to be sure. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings, folks. With Rocket Money, you got full control over all of your subscriptions and a clear view of those expenses. You can see all of your subscriptions in one place. So if there's anything you don't want, Rocket Money will help you cancel it with just a few taps. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate your bills lower for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They will deal with customer service and all those AI chatbots so you don't have to. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and it saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions. That is saving their members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. So stop wasting money on things that you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw. That is rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw, rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw. Thank you, everybody. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content all in one place and all on your terms, folks. They've got beautiful beautiful templates and easy drag and drop tools. You can make a portfolio, you can make a blog, you can make a web series over there. You can do anything you want and you can do it all on Squarespace. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash pawpaw to save 10% on your first order of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com slash pawpaw to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com slash Pawpaw. Thank you, everybody. Okay. Uh, yeah, Swag, how do you feel about joining up with us for a bit and just trying to do some damage to Mothership? Yeah. Right, yeah. I, I guess I, I spent so long trying to convince myself that it was okay to work for Mothership because I'd work for the Bronzebeards, but yeah, I'm still I'm still pretty damn mad at, at Mothership. They, <laughs> they, they captured me. Patina Glenbottle held me hostage for for months and tested on me. Yeah, that's really yeah. fucked up. Yeah, do you do you want to talk about that? We've got like one and a half Molsons and twelve shrimp in our backpack. Saul says this Whoa. a little too eagerly. Yeah, <laughs> Molsons, come on. Actually, you've been holding out ten on ten shrimp. I've eaten two since. <laughs> Great, Can yep. someone else hold the shrimp? Can somebody else hold them? <laughs> Let's just put them in foster. That seems fair. Give me a, a Pez dispenser for shrimp. Uh, okay, give them mouth. to me and I'll put them in foster. <laughs> you see, foster begins doing weirdly the same thing Oberon did, of just like chew, chewing the outside of the shrimp. Foster. <laughs> foster shrugs. He doesn't know what shrimp He doesn't Don't know worry. Just an immortal hunter, you'd think he'd know about the... Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, you're right. You'd think he's dressed an animal before and come to close contact with bones. Um, but um, yeah, you guys have time to kind of take a long rest if you guys want to like essentially like camp in this cave. Yeah, you know? cave camping. Um, or you guys can keep moving. Yeah, it's kind of up cave. to you. I think I'd like to take a rest. Kenna. Yes? You suggested maybe you needed a minute uh but a squire of iron deep never tires <laughs> of iron deep would you like a long rest 
if you guys need one, but if it were up to me, I'd keep going. Okay, until let's I keep got... going then. Yeah, you see, <laughs> Kenna is drenched in sweat, has uh, is incredibly injured from the battle that just happened. Yes, <laughs> let's keep going. <laughs> All right, we probably shouldn't. Is that safe to build a fire down here? Oh, can you build a fire in a cave? Can a can a squire build a fire? Yeah, he could build a fire in a cave. That you all have, we all have fire resistant armor on. Oh, I d- I don't. <laughs> oh yeah, how are you doing? It's really um, hot. It's pretty hot down here, but we're, we're n- not near the fire giant city yet. So oh, what are we gonna do about that when we get down to the fire giant? Oh, I'm not. I can't go down to any kind of fire giant city. I'll burn up. That's true. Oh, I think I'm gonna be like, can I? Let yes. me let me teach you how to ride this serpent and give. Swag and uh, great swag and Saul mm, some cool. space. Yeah. Oh so wait, I can make us a Liaman's tiny hut. Great. Ooh. Uh, what is Perfect. what does it look like now? I mean, we're in a cave. I want to make like a really cavey one. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> great. I'll say yeah. You. Make, I want to like, make a... one that like the entrance looks like a serpent's mouth, oh, okay. and there's little fangs that hang, but they're like little lights, like welcoming oh, lights. Cool. Wow. Very cool. Looks like a fun yeah. house. Yeah. yeah. We're going to um, do like a real serpent themed one. You guys go inside the serpent themed. It's going to um, look like Meow Wolf made it. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> um, yeah. You guys get inside the Liam's tiny hut. Um, yeah. You see the uh, serpent um, follows you guys in. Nom, 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 nom. Uh, just eating rocks all around you. Are those good, by the way? Nom, 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 nom. You should try one. The hard one tries a rock. Uh, <laughs> chips your tooth instantly. <laughs> oh, don't do that. What are, is there a reason that some uh, a hero? Well, the serpent oh was eating it, so I. Do you have a cosmetic dentist <laughs> that you go to? Is it that bad? Hard one smiles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like I could, I could put a straw huh. in your mouth without you opening it. <laughs> Damn. Right on the front. Kenna whispers to Callie and Saul and goes, whatever General Broadsbeard talked about Hardwood Shorefoot, she was mostly very reverential, but uh-huh. also would kind of like with some caveats. And now right. he's... He ate, he just ate rocks. Uh-huh. Maybe I'll try a maybe I'll try a smaller one. That was the issue. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> you see, the serpent begins treating thinks that hard one's a baby serpent and starts crushing, <laughs> starts crushing rocks and leaving leaving dust for you. This is so Uh, cute. I don't interrupt. Hard one eats dust. (laughs) I mean, it's It's finally come to you. Eat it. (laughs) You have to adjust your expectations a little bit, right? Yeah. I mean, what person can't have everything? I also feel like it's the courage and bravery to eat rocks that translates over to other stuff he's done. Hard one smiles with uh, the chip tooth. (laughs) You've chipped a couple more. (laughs) Really. It's true. Sometimes you gotta be willing to eat a few rocks. Yeah. Yeah. To make an omelet, a rock omelet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't say that in front of Hard One. Yeah. He'll want one. A worm begins cooking a rock omelet for him and his baby. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kenna spends some time with uh, Callie and uh, Hard One. Saul, uh, you're kind of over on the side with Swag here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys have uh, a couple of ales. Yeah, I think I, I think you know most of my story, but Mothership brought me in. They they were promising me that I'd be leading a squad of monks, and then they they captured me and they started to do this strange 
cloning experiment. I don't know. I don't know why it had to be me in particular. Maybe it was as simple as they, they wanted it to be a monk, somebody with a trained body, and then they wouldn't have to supply them with weapons. Huh. They could be deployed anywhere. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, anyway, I, I broke out of the lab, and Patina was sending me all kinds of threatening messages and saying that she'd track me down and how I'd better not run my mouth about all of this. And this was back before Mothership had all these crazy military contracts and everything. This was when they were, you know, just starting spreading Magitek throughout Bohemia. So, you know, something like this getting out could potentially be very bad for them. So I, um... I went into hiding, and I didn't want to draw them to Moonstone. And you know, while I, while I was in the Iron Deep Mountains, I've I've had clones track me down. What are the other clones like? Are they like me, or are they different? They, I I was really surprised to see you, Saul, because they all showed up within the first few years of me going into hiding. And they should have been, like, little kids. But they were... They must have been genetically tampered with or something. They were fully grown. They looked they looked like me, but they were completely brainwashed. There was no reasoning with them. There was no talking to them. They were just programmed to kill. I don't remember anything about my early childhood. I just remember being left at the, the water park and just kind of having to fend for myself. Maybe that's a blessing in disguise. I mean, maybe they gave up on the program and some of the tadpoles were put in water or something, and that's that's how you ended up there? Well, it's, you know, I, I guess every family's got a couple of bad clones. Oh, <laughs> I've seen bad clones. <laughs> you are not a bad clone, my friend. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so what are you going to do now? I mean, you can't go back to Mothership. Your spot's been kind of blown up. You can't go down to the fire gents with us. But I hope this isn't the last time I see you. Yeah, no. Um, I, I mean, look, I, I, I've, I've told you ab about myself, but how did you get mixed up in all this Mothership stuff? Well... I guess, you know, we're destined in a way to end up back there. I got abducted from the water park and uh, was recruited to Launchpad, the academy. And then I met Alvin, who's kind of like the one bright point in what otherwise was a false illusion of an existence for a couple of years. And then after that, I met these guys. We were all D-class knights. From there, we fought... Patina Glenbottle and killed her. She was also a clone. Nice. Strangely enough. Interesting. Uh -huh. God damn it. Maybe she was testing stuff on us so that she could do it on herself safely. That's so fucked up. That's really fucked God, up. God, she's so fucking scary and bad. <laughs> do you think she's still cloned and alive or something and is going to come for us? You know, I didn't think about that until you said it, and now I'm really worried about it. But okay. uh, we really fucked over, like, the central HQ of Mothership Esri. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Over here at Bronzebeard Industries, when suddenly that giant ship fell out of the sky people mm -hmm. were pretty concerned but then also i don't know i guess some of the higher-ups might have been excited to become the the new powerhouse in town yeah um as saul thinks he kind of like is 
recollecting his thoughts about everything that's happened and says, oh, yeah, I should mention. Uh, and he relays everything about B. Alexandrite. I was just thinking that. I was like, fuck, we haven't like looked in on what's going on with that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, yeah, we uh, definitely destabilize Mothership. But uh, there's kind of this weird little just remaining modicum of a problem. Uh, and I explain how there's a mechanical uh, octopus monster <laughs> made of computers <laughs> somewhere in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> you see he hears somewhere in the ocean and uh, sort of eyebrow cocks up and goes, well, that's that's not good because the, the HQ of Mothership Bronze is under the water. But oh. Obviously, Mothership hasn't been sharing everything with me. I, I don't know that they know everything about that or i guess if they do they might not want their sort of rank and file to know about it yeah uh i mean the last we saw this thing was just swimming out into the depths and it seemed like it wanted to acquire more tech so god i think like the nearest chance we get we should check in and see how that submersible's doing all right because yeah. i don't wish them well but uh i don't know if i want whatever B. Alexandrite is to acquire any more Magitech. Yeah, God. You, yeah, you see um, Swag mm -hmm. uh, just looks out and shakes his head. How, how did we work for these guys? I think we just wanted to be connected to something, you know? I mean, why did you leave Moonstone? You had a family, you had a life. Yeah, it's it's true. Uh, Moonstone was, you know, it was it was wonderful. It's warm days, cold water, mm -hmm. star-filled skies. But when that's your whole life, when that's your whole world, you wanna you wanna go out and you wanna see what else it has to offer. You want a bigger pond. Unfortunately, I've learned that there's a lot more sharks in the pond than I thought there were. There shouldn't be sharks in a pond. Shouldn't be sharks They're in a usually pond. usually saltwater creatures. Yeah. I did, I went to that class at Launchpad. Right, mm -hmm. that's good, that's good. It's mostly magic and marine biology. I don't <laughs> know what the curriculum is, but it's buried. It's crazy. Say, uh, do you guys want a, a stone omelet? <laughs> Either I, you guys I'm want good. rock omelets or? You know, I do. I think I do want one. You know what? I think I'm, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take one. Omelet. I'm gonna take one too. And can I like before each bite cast shatter on yeah. it to just like break it up a bit? Wow. Kenna Kenna closes up next to you, Callie. Goes. Why are we eating rocks? He needs this because friendship is about compromise. Okay. <laughs> he may eat rocks. But his ego is fragile. <laughs> his ego is as fragile as his teeth. Edwin hums happily. And Saul does that thing that frogs do where they squish their eyes down to swallow. Mm, good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not bad, right? Kenna, yeah. can I tell you something that I'm scared you might be mad at me for? Okay. I'm friends with your dad. I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> okay. Yeah. If you don't know who I'm talking about, then maybe I've got the wrong little girl. I have well, a friend. you do because I'm a fully grown squire. Okay. <laughs> Forgive me. My friend 
Krugen told me about his very spirited, very brave daughter, and I thought maybe you were her. But I've, I've mistook. Go ahead and give me a persuasion check. Nat 20. <laughs> oh, yes! <laughs> you see, Kenna kind of looks away. Okay, yeah, sure. Uh, but uh, what did he say? <laughs> He was talking about this girl who isn't you, just talking about how much he loves her. And he had a picture of her that I used to see him looking at quite longingly. And he said that he did her wrong and he was full of so much regret for it. And I just really, really wanted to see him get a second chance with her because his love was stronger than his regret. And his regret was a lot. Well, but obviously that has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with me at all. Yeah. And even if it was, that's really nice to hear, but it'd be nicer to hear from him. Not that I care. Um, And you see uh, Kenna gets up and goes and sits in the corner, um, but does look affected by that for sure. We've been uh, sending him postcards periodically, if that interests you. Nope. Oh, of course it wouldn't interest her. She has nothing to do with it. Right, yeah. Exactly. It's different Kenna. Yeah. Just being a pen pal with like a random guy. <laughs> yeah, that'd be so weird. <laughs> Even if that random guy is pretty cool and has helped us a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's uh, really saved our skin quite yeah. a few times. Yeah. And I just want to repay him. somebody who works with the Iron Deep Underground and people like Gromdahl Bronzebeard to put small businesses out of business be helping you guys who are against Gromdahl Bronzebeard that doesn't make any sense. He, oh, um, I think this is a guy who made some mistakes and he's not doing that anymore. And he hasn't in a while. And he's done some re... He was living in Esri. And he did some pretty fucking badass stuff against uh, Mothership. Yeah, we... We've all done things in our lives that we regret. We've lived lives that we regret. Not me, but I get your point. (laughs) (laughs) He's lost another tooth. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, we have more chipped teeth than shrimp. (laughs) I say as I finish off another shrimp. Uh, Yeah, you see, Kenna is, you know, this is something that she'll have to iron out with her dad Yeah, I'm trying to fully pretend like I don't know. What you guys have done is gotten her kind of, like, you see throughout the night, as Mm -hmm. you guys, like, eat actual dinner, you don't just eat fucking rocks, you maniacs. Um, (laughs) Like, as the night goes on, she just, like, randomly kind of asks you questions about, like, Krugen and stuff like that. So, Mm -hmm. like... She was I tell her about first. like the bell tower yeah. and all his little anti-mothership. I, I tell her about like the underground in Esri and how he was helping them and working with them. And I make him sound like as cool as a comic book character. Saul makes meatballs and tells Hardwin to throw more rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, these soft rocks are pretty good too. Yeah, I think you've just built up your draw strength. Really? My teeth are getting sharper as they crack and shift. Are you a vampire? (laughs) I was once. (laughs) (laughs) Pointy teeth look right on you. (laughs) Uh, Sweet. Uh, Is there anything else you guys would like to do before you go to bed? 
Not me. I'm so excited to sleep. I want my luck points mm. back yeah. very badly. Yeah. Great. Yeah, I guess I asked uh, Swag if he wants to try and like do a little meditation, try and commune with Frogson. Yeah, let's do it. Go ahead and give me a, let's say like a wisdom save or a survival check with advantage. Uh, 22. 22. Yeah, you guys both take some time. You go to like the corner of the room or I'll say you even like leave the Liaman's tiny duck. Mm. You guys both commune with the nature around you. This kind of like, you know, very sparse, like fungal uh, network and everything that's down here. Probably the only living things that are down here. Um, but you m- much kind of like uh, when Oberon appeared, you do see like little root networks of like fungi and stuff begin to kind of appear near the rocks. And as you guys sit out here next to each other, you have what is essentially the equivalent of a deep conversation free of any kind of, you know, you're, you're both kind of like holding back. You, you both kind of don't know what to share with mm-hmm. each other. You, you've got this like awkward relationship that you don't kind of, you don't really know what this is. You guys basically have a conversation without talking and having the same kind of like genetic makeup and having this connection to this fungal network and everything. And you guys are in this deep meditative state and you begin having essentially memories as if you were swag and you get the sense that he's having memories as if he were you you're sharing with him like you at like Launchpad academy and like growing up at the water park and your relationship with albin and this sort of like big betrayal of mothership that all of a sudden kind of pulled the rug out from under you Mm -hmm. and you see images of him as a young frog at Moonstone Bay, his childhood, his idyllic. He's got a bunch of other frogs that he's running around with. Um, There's this mushroom patch, like this mushroom garden in the center of town that he runs around and he plays with. Uh, There's a trident at the bottom of the bay with a magical enchantment on it that attracts all kinds of sea animals. So they always have plenty to eat there and um, swimming there is a experience that you can't get anywhere else because again this trident is bringing in life from all around it so you get you get these feelings like like you almost lived that um but you also feel this like longing to see you know what else is out there like you see him looking up at like the stars and the sky and the moon and everything and wondering like what's out over those mountains like what's down this dirt road you know and a lot of the other people around him are maybe content to stay there and then he goes through kind of a lot of the same parallels as you where he's tricked into he, he's basically given an offer by mothership to come work for them to get to go to the big city and everything and then he's used and he's thrown out and he has to run away and there's moments of 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 deep fear and paranoia but then there's nice moments where he's you know he's bonding with people in the mountains he meets bumpy he's at the crick for for a moment there uh and then you even see he is maybe so desperate for friends when he first moves to iron deep that he doesn't see through bronra and mortis's like mask And so he makes friends with a lot of the mothership people there, which is why he kind of allowed himself to be tricked in that way and be loyal to them Um, until this moment when, when, when you showed up and there's this moment of, of he's scared, but he's relieved and he's confused. And and you get the sense that he knew that there were these other Sauls out there, 
but he feared that they would be like the ones that had come after him that were just like agents of patina and that he had always kind of hoped that there would be someone like you and then you guys kind of break from this trance we say that we started like meditating in front of each other and then when we wake up we're hugging yeah you're just hugging and crying <laughs> let it out man uh, let it out. Uh, we're gonna yeah, find that we're, we're gonna, gonna find what's beyond the stars we're i know find we're gonna find it oh god launch pad i can't believe they did that to us <laughs> i can't believe it man it's oh, fucked it's, it's so fucked. fucked god i miss albin i don't even know albin but i miss him <laughs> i know i hope he's okay oh god <sighs> I haven't been able to talk to him in so long. I had to surrender the toilet paper that he made for me. You heard about the toilet I, paper, right? Of course, right? I brain? heard about the toilet paper. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> oh my god, you get me! Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I know you. You said before that when I look at you, that it must be like a, a cracked mirror, and that I must be reminded of everything bad that happened in my life. Mm-hmm. But you're you're more like a a regular mirror. <laughs> You, you remind me of, of all the good stuff too, and yeah. that's why. Seeing you on the other side of this issue, made it harder. There's also something I've been wanting to ask you for a long time. Are we secretly really attractive? Because I've been looking at you, and you look like yeah, really you look good. Great. Do I yeah. look that good? I actually did some modeling when I first got to IMD. <laughs> See, you're a, you're a little bit younger than me, so right now you're kind of denying it, uh-huh. but you just need to lean into it, buddy. Because well, I've been doing a little acting with Callie, yeah, mostly to get out of life and death situations. Yeah, but I feel like maybe I've got a calling there. I think I think you do. Uh, you see, he puts his hand on your shoulder, Bron. <laughs> I'm proud to be your Brad. <laughs> And I'm proud to be your broad. <laughs> Swag gives you uh, a big hug. Uh, we hug it out for just a little too long. Yeah. I think I just have one more thing that yeah. I want to do, which is just I want to take out Calder's ice dagger. Ooh. And I want to carve my mother and Ariax's like crest into it as I like make a resolve that. We're coming for you, Ultras. Yeah, you feel yeah. A, a chill around your hand as you hold this dagger. And Callie, you see the bronze serpent slithers over to you and looks at it. Mom, mom, mom. This belonged to a very important person to me and we are going to retrieve him. Nom, nom, nom. You see, begins biting into the ground. Nom, nom, nom. That's the direction we're going. You're gonna you're gonna be sick of rocks by the time we get there. Nom nom nom. <laughs> <laughs> and Fo- yeah, you're just having this weird conversation in the corner with Foster and uh, uh, the serpent. As it gets really nod. chatty. Yeah. I start nom, talking nom. about a book I read. Nom nom nom. But yeah, Cal, you get the sense that the serpent knows this mountain. Can you take us to the fire giants? Nom nom nom. Okay, I think I know what we're doing tomorrow. Nom nom. Calder, I hope you like serpents. <laughs> Hard one. As you're getting ready for bed, you see Kenna pulls up like her sleeping roll kind of close to you and keeps making noises 
uh, to kind of keep you up, but is too shy to uh, talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Big day. Night, Kenna. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, Sorry? Mr. Surefoot, <laughs> can I ask you a question? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Hard one sits up, burps a rock. <laughs> of course. Call me Brad. <laughs> Could I call you Hard One? <laughs> sure. Brad One? Um, I guess whatever, you know, I, I know that you're sort of the hero of Iron Deep, and we all talk about you a lot, but we talk about your your friends too. We talk about Moonshine Simon and and Beverly Togold, and I guess I was wondering if 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 they're okay. Because from what I I heard, that you guys were always together. Yeah, well, you know, Moonshine and Beverly, they'll always they'll always be okay. We were we were the heroes of Bohemia together, but now now they're the heroes of the universe. They're stronger than I could ever be. They're ageless they're badasses so i kind of i'm enjoying my retirement my golden years the twilight of my life (laughs) (laughs) Um, but but yeah the three of us we we had some we had some great times we had some great adventures and now i'm just happy to know they're on to the next big thing I think they probably think you're a badass, and I think they probably miss you, because I miss General Broad's beard, and it's only been like a day. Yeah. (laughs) It's, you know, it's real, it's tough to be away from your friends, and right now, General Broad's beard does need you, but... Beverly and Moonshine, they don't need me. And and I have to be okay with that. Hmm. Uh, you hear her just kind of make a dubious sound. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mr. Shorefoot. <laughs> yep. Well, I don't know if I'm going to go directly to bed now because I've kind of... <laughs> Lost in thought, heavy with rocks. Um, <laughs> kind of thank you, even though it's hard for reminding me about my friends. It's it's nice to think of them. Well, I don't know. You said like that they don't need you, mm-hmm. but maybe they just want you around. Like I thought that when I was down in the mines that I needed General Bronzebeard and then we got lost and then I found you guys so maybe I don't need General Bronzebeard right now but I sure as heck do want her around well I guess if I'm being honest with myself I do really miss my friends and I wonder if they miss me too Stands to reason they might. (laughs) 
I think it would be safe to assume that they that they probably do. Yeah. Well, let me let me sleep on it cuz you know I wish it were that easy. There's some there's some stuff that I feel like I have to own up to and can be tough. But um tell you what, I really have to use the bathroom and <laughs> yeah. You might hear some sounds that that would make you think that I need help, but no okay. matter how much I yell, I don't think anyone should go in there. Okay. I understand. Okay. Do you want do you want me to fart really loud so that nobody can hear you? I'd like some cover, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, hard one. You get some privacy. Uh, and you guys just hear Kenna just ripping ass. I lean over to Saul. <laughs> the fuck did that girl eat? An incredible squatter. It's definitely not genetic because I have to tell you, Krugan, like, never farted. Do rocks make you fart? This girl I... would 100% fall on a grenade for anyone in the field. I know this now. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, you guys all uh, go to bed for the night. You wake up the next day or whatever time it is. You don't really know hmm. uh, you're in a cave, but you take some time to uh, patch up your wounds. I think uh, Calliope's quite taken with Kenna, partially because of Krugin, but also partially because she just likes her. So I think she's going to like get breakfast ready for her. <laughs> <laughs> See, Kenna rolls out of bed trying to be the first one up. Squire needs to prepare the serpents for the night. It's okay, I trance. Huh. I, trans. tr- I just trance. Oh, so I've been up for You're so hours. hard to wake up before. <laughs> General Bronzebeard yeah, wakes up so much later than you. I only need to sleep. I only right? need to trance for four hours. Anyways, oh, I've made you no, breakfast I and there's no rocks in I can only sleep for three hours and 50 minutes now because I, I need <laughs> no, 10 minutes. Kenna, no, that's not how no, it works. Are you that's sure? not how it works. Okay. Please accept I've made a little breakfast for you. Okay, thank you. There, just, you know, <laughs> let yourself be your age for just breakfast. Okay. Uh, yeah, you see uh, Kenna pulls up next to you and immediately kind of, like, gets down to business, trying to learn more about, like, being a knight and stuff. So how'd you get the serpent? <laughs> How did I get it? Yeah. It's a really long story, but basically I owed a favor to a giant serpent in the sky located in the Beastland, which is how I got the first serpent. And then actually I've got a second serpent and I cast uh, Fine Steed, aka Fine (laughs) Serpent. So yeah, that that one's actually kind of a representation of what's back in the Beastland. Okay. Um, So yeah, all this is just sort of like a big cosmic debt that my family owes because the Aladrin, you know. Uh, What does your family owe? Just keeps going into it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and you um, explain to her and everything. But um, I think, yeah, Swag does, uh, as you guys are like packing up and getting ready for the day, Swag Hmm. goes, I I think I might have to make my way back up to the surface. I don't don't think I can make it inside of um, the Fire Giant settlement. Yeah. well, you should make contact with Krugan. I think that... Yeah, is there... Yeah, make contact with Krugan. Oh, I'm... should I go to that address that you guys gave me before? Yeah. Oh, Did yeah. you end up giving that to someone? Yeah. So it's probably okay. been hey, you, hey, you killed, him, right? you killed him, right? You killed him, right? Oh, we killed did. Krugan? No, the guy... The hippo. The hippo. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh-huh. I killed him. He was evil. He was, he was kind of a dick. We yeah. literally met him as he was trying to like help a war criminal 
Okay. Like recruit mm-hmm. a war criminal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome, by the way. You never thanked us for killing him in the end. <laughs> <laughs> sort, of a, sort of a work friend, but yeah, we were bad, I guess. How, how close were you? Like, not, you not been very to your close. apartment or like? Um, yeah, but it was like a party where I invited everyone. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow, I'd love to go to a swag. And he party. brought, he was like plus three, which was like plus not three. okay. That's he, asking a lot. He brought plus three. <laughs> he plus brought three people. To an apartment okay, party. so you and have to were, understand were what that meant. You have to understand what that meant. <laughs> yeah. It meant that you invited him to a party and he said to three of his friends, I don't really know this guy. Will you come with me? Because I oh, barely you don't, know this you guy. You don't think. I know. Certainly. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Did they like. Like, were they good at the party, or were they, like, eating all your food? They mostly ate all my food and sort of held court and told a lot of stories and um, uh, made fun Did of they the... bring anything? Like, even paper plates? No, no. Really? Hey, just, I said, come hungry, bring your appetite. And okay. boy, <laughs> like, boy, boy, did they. Okay, you're a good host. All right. <laughs> um, I have a question, Swag. Would you consider, I mean, d- does he look, you know, does the amphibian aspect feel like he can go underwater? Yeah. Would you mm. consider checking up on B. Alexandrite? Yeah, if you're up for it, a little reconnaissance. Um, yeah. I'm saying like bottom of the ocean floor, probably no one knows you there. <laughs> I can go on a little swim, and I guess uh, I think if if this thing disappeared in Esri and is just somewhere on the ocean floor, I think I have a pretty slim chance of finding it, but. I don't know. Maybe I can go talk to your friend Krugan and see if there's anyone on like the underground that might know more about it. Yeah, I think I'm a little concerned that maybe the Alexandrite might absorb this mother sub. Yeah, this mother sub, mm-hmm. or the other way around. All right. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll look into it. But this place, uh, you, you think it'll be safe? You think I should hide out there? I don't know that it will be safe. But I think that honestly. Seeing what you can do, Krugan could use your help. If you're looking for safe, maybe you could just go back to Moonstone. No, I, 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 I want to help. I've caused enough trouble for you all. And you guys took out the guy who brought a plus three to my apartment party. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> what was the bathroom situation after they it left? Was I have to ask. It was a mess. Oh, my God. What? They also clogged oh, it. They clogged it. One of the plus three really? clogged it. A friend of a friend clogged my toilet. Jesus. Oh yeah. And oh. I drank too much because I was nervous socially, and I had to throw up in the sink. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> Saul is remembering an exact time this happened to him. <laughs> you and Album back in launch pad. <laughs> Somehow the magic toilet got clogged. <laughs> <laughs> just With screaming magic at Alvin, yeah. fix it, man. <laughs> I'm gonna spew. <laughs> you fed me too much spaghetti salad, Saul. I told you. I'm sorry. I'm nervous. Saul, it is insane. <laughs> um, um, is there any way we can stay in contact with you? I guess, at the very least, I can like try and give you like a little mushroom and if if you die it'll die i don't know yeah i think that's how it works maybe <laughs> i think we would know at, at this point if, if something happened to the other one but yeah um I'll, I'll go meet up with your friend i won't share the address this time there you go um good on you yeah I'll, I'll try to make my way back up if you are going to see krugan i'm gonna do a quick postcard with a little picture of kenna okay with a little picture of kenna Doing something brave, like r- hanging on to the serpent. Right. <laughs> or farting while I was in the bathroom. <laughs> hanging on to the serpent and batting a 
boulder away from hard one. Sick. <laughs> uh, yeah, you um, uh, give this postcard to Swag. Just say, mm-hmm. And maybe just on the postcard, I'll say, she's wonderful. Get in touch. I think she might be coming around. Hi, uh, you hand that to Swag. XOXOXOXO Calliope. Wow, that's a lot of XOs. You actually took up a lot of postcard, but I guess I'll sign my name really small here. And yeah, Swag gives you guys a hug, gives you a big hug, Saul, and goes, let's get a a drink, not at Lay Lantern. Um, once you get back, yeah, I actually kind of liked it. <laughs> I kind of liked it too. <laughs> that you yeah, exposed la- ceiling was really cool. The exposed ceilings was cool. All yeah. the unnecessary cogs, I loved it. The god. fixtures, yeah, oh my god. Why well, would just go there with like a leather jacket with no shirt on? It was awesome, dude. That's such a good look for us. I know, <laughs> but I right. gotta lay low. All right. Anyway, um, I give him a little like bracelet of yarn. Just to wear, just so, like we can feel connected. Uh, yeah, you see, um, yeah, he's got like a, a bracer on that was uh, probably something that would help him get into um, Mothership HQ and stuff like that. And you see he rips that off and puts on uh, the little yarn bracelet. And he salutes you guys and begins hopping up towards. And I'll say he conveys that he has like a device on him that will allow him to kind of track where he's at so that he can get back safely. That's my bratty. <laughs> Bye, Bron. <laughs> I blow him a kiss. <laughs> um, uh, he heads off, um, and you see, uh, yeah, um, Callie as the Lehman's tiny duck disperses. Uh, you see uh, the I serpent. Let, I think I let the serpent eat it all. Whoa, this thing was edible. Why didn't anyone tell me? <laughs> I've had it. <laughs> uh, goes nom, and nom 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 goes and uh, eats the whole uh, tiny hut. Uh, yeah, and you see uh, the serpent uh, looks ready to go, looks ready to lead the way, kind of like Foster was doing before. And um, Kenna stands at the ready, has all of your guys like equipment ready. Mm. So what do you say? Should we head deeper? Are you ready to maybe? Meet Ultras? I'm ready to fucking beat Ultras. Yes! <laughs> what's up? Let's go down. Wait, should we... Cons- although we'll probably get down there, get like a lay of the land. The uh-huh. question is like, do we try to free Jaina first, then get colder? Do we try to get colder to help us free Jaina? I think once we're down there, we'll get a better idea yeah right? it seemed like there was like a really complex political situation some serious factions to contend with so lay the land for sure but i think jane is our first move okay great let's go so you guys follow this bronze serpent that begins eating up all of the dirt and rocks around you and as Does you it poop do, them out uh, it does not poop them out okay. it just seems to uh it seems to like just absorb them where does it go? Where does it go? I asked you the haven't serpent. Is there, just, is there a big go? pile of rocks in the beast lands? Yeah. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> nom, nom, nom. Nom, nom. 
You see, looks confused and is now having an existential crisis. Never mind. You're Mama. so pretty. Don't think about it. Mama. <laughs> um, and then uh, continues going. Um, and this thing is big enough that essentially what it's doing is like swiveling through the mountain up and down, creating like a tunnel mm-hmm. so that you guys can walk behind him. Um, and he is essentially taking you on a direct path to the fire giant city. And Hardwood would know this. The name of this place is Malskurial. Malskurial. You are on the way to Malskurial. And as you make your way there, uh, you begin to feel um, intense heat around you. But as you're talking about Ultris and Calder and Callie, you've just added um, some sigils to this sword that Calder gave you. You begin to feel it cold at your side. Mm. And with that, we're going to cut over to someone. Oh. Jake. Oh, wow. I have a question for you. Oh, shit. Yes. What do you think Calder has been doing in the nebulous time since you were trapped in the demiplane? I think Calder would have felt like the surroundings inside the helm were familiar to him. It felt far away, but in its own way, it felt like home. So he probably built himself a little shelter, just like his mom and brothers would have showed him how. They probably would have always done it for him. So he tried to remember everything he watched uh, to do it by himself. And I think he's just been sitting by the fire, whittling, whistling, and getting very, very, very angry. Yeah. Yeah. Calder, as you sit there stewing over this fire, just sharpening your sword um, and and whittling on various projects and everything to keep yourself busy uh, in front of this little like homestead that you've made. I made a little sign that says Ultra Sucks. (laughs) (laughs) What are you whittling? (laughs) He's Calder's whittling tiny little figurines for uh, for Saul and Callie. Yeah. Yeah. You are in this wintry landscape, um, whittling these little figures for your friends. That, that's the way you've kind of kept your, your sanity, the way you've been like hanging on. And you find yourself sometimes getting weird deja vu, just like, it feels like home here. Where is home? When's the last time you've been home? Days, months, years, seconds? Feels like only a moment ago you were with Saul and Callie. You're looking at these little figures that you've made for them. Saul and Callie, old friends of yours from way, way back. Why, you remember just the other day with them. Just the other day? No, 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 no. Old friends. Sal and Cassie, was it? Oh, fuck. No, Saul, Saul and Callie. You just saw them. You just saw them yesterday. And as you're contemplating this strange conundrum you perceive something you haven't seen in a long time a change something different you're on this icy waste you've got this little home that you've made you've made this fire you're whittling in front of it It sort of dips down over a frozen lake and then there's more mountains in the distance and across the icy waste you see a short cloaked figure 
making their way towards you across the snow. Go ahead and give me a perception check. 16. Just kind of looks like a, a dot from here. You do see that they're giving off some kind of aura, some kind of like intense heat that looks like it is sort of melting some of the ice behind them. You see like chunks breaking off behind them as they walk across this frozen lake. Um, And otherwise you just see this hooded cloaked figure heading in your direction. You hear them shout, are you the jailer or are you a prisoner? I'm trapped here. I'm a prisoner. Who are you? Who are you, stranger? I'm a prisoner as well. You see the cloak figure as they get close, takes off her hood, revealing the thick neck and chiseled jaw of a dwarven warrior. She has long white hair parted to one side and the other is shaved down, revealing battle scars. She is emanating a strange orange bronze glow behind her eyes. My name is General Jaina Bronzebeard, and you're going to help me get the fuck out of here. And that's where we'll end our session. Jail <laughs> oh! <laughs> jailbreak, yes! Oh my god, that's fun. Fuck. That's fun stuff. Oh man, wow. there were some all-time moms in that oh, one. Oh great yeah. Moms, guys. Fun one, gang. <laughs> Seriously fun one. Holy shit. Damn, I'm so excited to hang with Jaina. <laughs> Let us in the helm. We want to hang. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, yes, uh, we'll talk about this more over in our Patreon, patreon.com slash nadpod. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. Don't sing yet. Excuse me. Uh, in the meantime, does anyone have anything they'd like to plug? Ooh, um, I would like to plug. This is an interesting one. Um, there's a new show on HBO Max called My Adventures with Superman, which cool. is like a Superman anime that my friend Josie wrote on. Um, her husband, uh, Marley, actually listened to the show. So this is oh, half, half a shout out for that show and half of it just like, hey, Marley, how's hey, it going? Marley. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, I'll shout out some of our live shows on September yeah, 13th. Yes. We'll be in Minneapolis. September 14th, we'll be in Madison, Wisconsin. September 15th, Milwaukee. September 16th, Chicago. October 26th, Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. October 27th, Denver. October 28th, Sacramento. October 29th, Portland. November 10th, Las Vegas. November 14th. 14th, New Orleans, November 15th, Orlando, and November 17th, Fort Lauderdale. Get your tickets at nadpod.com slash live. We're looking right. forward to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of those are live dungeon courts, which are yes. always yeah. insane. Yeah, check the, so. check the site. Um, see if uh, you'd like to go to uh, an actual play show or a dungeon court show. Or both. Um, well, I, I th- we, we post the D&D court to the mixed bag before. Maybe we'll put it in the main feed so people can see how fun the live is. Uh, idea. D and D court was. I yeah. love it. They're yeah. juicy. We had a great time. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, you can follow us on social media that we may or may not use at thmersme at Caldies Caldwell at Exford's Emily and at Jake Kerwitz's Jake. And you can tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD. That's N A D D P O D. We are. We are the youth of a nation. We are. We are the youth of a nation. And hey. Would you look at that? It's time to thank our benevolent council of elders, starting with Brad D, Jeffrey S, Hugh C, later Mick Skater, Matt M, Cutter W, Feared Al, Daniel G, Dungeon Mama, okay, maybe a little sexual, Danielle the Dastardly Dame, Beardman Dan, Danny P, Vincent W, Victor T, Balnor's Boy, Hoyd's Friend, Justin I, Ragnar Fairdwind, TJ M, Trele the Cray, Christopher B, 
Damiel R, Jordan L, Cyborg version of Josh the Kobold, a Wiggly Whittle Wife Worm, of course, Princess Yar, Michael L, Jack L, Sam L, Nicholas C, star of every film ever made in Bohemia, now starring as a tin of beans in Hard One's reality show, Airship Interiors. Very tasteful. Samuel B, Mike H, Alka Smelter Plus, Great Value Gemma, Adam G, Tyler F, Panama James, Heradrian, Rex Thaniel the White, Diana DLL, CC Lulu, Timmy R, Lucas B, Rayco, It's Kevin, and of course, it wouldn't be the COE without Calder Will Come Cold Again, Winter Is Coming, hashtag CCC Forever. Shout out to my fairy followers Taylor B, the vengeful one winged angel, Cass, skateboard Cass, Captain of the Stevens, Stephen C, Mike K, Lady Taco, Jake L, Nick W, Swashbuckling Swag, Snagger, William W, Big Bad Beard of the Mad, Eric McD, Riot Ryan, Hungry Dave's Frisbee Golf, Bud, Anorama, Percival Frederickstein, Von Muscle, Klawowski, De Rollo, The Third, Adam, The Simple, Dimples, J Dragonborn, Vincent, Thrum As You Are, D, The Sandrean, Ben A, Dave H, Catherine S, David K, Christian S, Dustin S, Connor F, Hawkeye Pierce, Bookvar's assistant Izzy F, DPC is awesome, Sean the Shade Tree Mechanic of Zelbuldar, Summer RG, Marky Mark the Marvelous Mining Engineer, Cat C, Kel Slay, Misa of House and Zunza, Ariel the Occasional Mermaid, Selena N, aka Valacy Raptor, B Perky Always, Pat L, Savexel, Lauren H, Talia, Ryan S, The Bone Duster, Ball Business Illustrator, Ploops, Carly A, Addy K, Connor Savage, Zaleel Leviathan, Biocourt 7, Amber Dextrous, Sullivan H, Trub Hop Dropper, Sydney T, Jack H, Grabster Champion of Karad, Scuttling Sideways Towards Tomorrow, Afrex, Lindsay W, Juicy Kiwi, the official duck ambassador, training ducks to do dressage one quack at a time. Valen, Carlin C, Emily S, Noah, the bagel of all things, James G, everything bago, the Aladrin who just wants to hang out with his pet badger, Stripey, Dandy, Eric B, Marcos P, Learns the Balance Druid, Dakota J, P, Freda M, Pagos Betrothed, Self-Proclaimed Fay Prince, Tracy P, The Crick Elf Librarian, Andy E, Maggie S, The 2022 Spellcheck Champion. Yeah, right, I'm coming for that crown. Holly H, Kristen Z, Leah C, Hunter H, Maybe, Pixel Stars, Akash Thakar, Cal Just Cal, Commodore Galaxy, Edison N, Russell H, a monk named Dilgo, yes, the whole thing, yes, every time. Our friend Simon singing Game Over and saying Eternal Sleep is better than facing Morpheus alone again. Keychains Pentium 2, Processor, Lorelai the Succubus, and Kira, her busty queen, your friendly neighborhood, Yant and Yunkel, Andrew and Sid, John Adams, yes, like the president, happy birthday to you, buddy. Meg, the mail carrier manager of Bohemia, who has gotten promoted due to her superb service to Simon. James F, M4L, Austin S, Wayfarer has now settled into their new life in the Fey realm as a florist, what could go wrong? Barpo, Good Barrel, Barbarian, and Brewer Emeritus of Waterdeep, Mary BC, Melora, Devotee, Contender in the Making, Welshlander, Garrett G, One Big Curd, Mr. D, Dana, The Daisy, Sean J, Ethan B, Renee, The Monster Captain, Gabrielle W, Box C, The Once and Medium, 
King, Hope's Dagger, the only Dagger of Hope, Olivia the Enchanting Bard, who is working hard on her audition for the lead singer of The Mounting Crows, Winter, Slade, Forest H, aka Life is Like a Box of Martha Togold's Sticky Buns, Riley S, Fico, Angry Wheat, Anthony, the raddest of dudes, Josh H, Mango, Empanadas, Clementine T, Caleb L S. This message has been brought to you by fairies in support of hashtag CCC. Alex R, Bunker Master, Player Disaster, Cantrip Dumbledore, The Bear Onesie Wearing Barbarian, MJ, The BFG, Drinking Tea, By the Sea, Dogs of Babel, Calvia Silverfang, Gino T, Mama Bell, The Silver Serpent Herself, Please Save My Subterranean Son, Done and Done, Funier, Bow Chicka, Wow Wow, Derek D, Tristan G, Leon K, Legendary Hero of Bohemia from a Future Campaign, Very Nice, Jazzman and Fam, Pawpaw's Elite Team of Lawyers, Currently represent Emily in the case of Yabba Dabba Do, No Sir, Yabba Dabba Don't, Alex K, Joshua P, Alexander, Linz W, Angel La Pamela, Sandra hyphen Rita, very nice, Emma S, Red, The Reforged, Warforged, Dragon Knight 86, The Godly King, Hard Ones, Hot, Hump, Gunk, Shell B, Now Made It, 2019, Chasing the Two Crew, Back to 2023, Avoided the Honey Trap, and Smoked a Bowl with Alanis. Jake S, Stable Bread on Salad, aka Crouton, Jackson R, T3RHX, Michelle Andrew S, Nova B, The Deathcore Bard, Awesome, Caitlin D, Z, Borb, Blake H, Big Bev's Bestie, Lloyd, The Rat That Controls My Cerebellum, Opa, Remy from Ratatouille, Style, Drax, The Icy Sorcerer, Pawpaw, Sky Days, Meemaw, Sky Days, Haley, The Human, and of course, Lord Damon Duke of the Dungeon. Thank you, everybody. That was a HeadGum Podcast.